What's up? What's up, everybody? Welcome, welcome to another episode. Well, not another episode, a new season of Big Ugly versus the People. Oh, we got to get into some things, as my good sis Nikki says. I'm so excited to start off season two. I am so excited. Let me let, let me do some more mother, mother horns for y'all. Yes, season two, season two. I am here. I am here. I am here, and I am happy. Um, we will get into a lot of things. Let me cut that. Um, yes, we're here. Season two of Big Ugly versus the People. Now, I want to give a big shout out to everyone that has been listening and giving me a chance. Um, I am definitely going to do better for season two because we have to make it to different levels, different heights, different mountains, hills, whatever you want to call it in my life. So let me give a shout out to everyone that's been listening. I am very thankful and very happy. Yeah, I am. I am very thankful um, for everything that is going on in my life because 2021 has started off a little bit rocky. Okay, a little bit rocky for me and the family and, you know, other people's family and so much. So I want to send a prayer out to everyone that is out here and dealing with health problems or dealing with, you know, loss of a family member, I do send my love and prayers. Now, today's episode is going to be very nice, very quick, not so much as because you guys, I am bringing y'all visuals. I'm hopefully bringing y'all visuals Friday because I want to drop visuals every Friday. But starting going forth, I will start uploading more videos on YouTube. Not everyone is going to be a visual of me. Um, because it takes time to do that. Shout out to everybody else that loves to upload visuals, but it takes time to do that. But I am in the spacing equipment and I have to get better stuff for my camera. But today's episode will be about the Meghan, Markle, and Prince Harry interview, okay? Because shout out to Oprah, she really did do a good, good, good interview, okay? Yes. Oprah did. She did a really good interview, but oh my gosh, the tea that was spilled, honey. The tea that was spilled. I said, oh my gosh. But I really want to get deeper into that because a lot of people's mistake the family and not listen to it's an institution. Like basically the royal family is just as a face they're paid employees and we're also going to talk about the grammys aka bet meets the mtv awards okay because honey <laughs> it was a lot um you know i can never go without talking about my favorite show oh, okay y'all can stop laughing now y'all can stop laughing it ain't that funny calm it down calm it down Coming down. <laughs> I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. I'm fabulous. I'm fabulous. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Anyways, damn, y'all not done? Oh, I'm gonna take that sound bite off because that's a little bit too long. <laughs> but no, the Grammys. Um, 
I'm also, you know, I can't go without talking about my favorite shows. I want to talk about the pandemic in 2021 and other things. So you guys stay tuned. Thank you for listening to Big Ugly versus the People. Okay? Because I'm a star and I'm bad. You can like me, see I do my thing thing. <laughs> Bye. They're so trash, but where's the waste basket? Where's my hat and where's my straight jacket? Yep, they checking, back that may back it. Everything I do, bitches wanna do it too. I guess, guess you just skip to my low. I just came through, I flew to St. Lou. Back to kill yo, they blow like HQ. Why is it that they make Nikki a target? Just cause this little piggy went to the market. Marketing steps, they marketed sex. My market with an X, they talking them checks now. Now, now, all they do is in me. Don't they know what's in me? Don't they know I'm coming back? Swinging for that in me. Why would they offend me? Why they go against me? Don't they know I'm coming back? Swinging for that ass. Swinging for. Swinging for. Swinging for. Swinging for. Hello, you guys. I am back. I am back. We are going to talk about some things. Okay. Yes, and I want to start off by talking about my shows. You guys know I can never go without talking about my shows. Now, first, I want to start off with I am a RuPaul drag race fanatic okay when i say i am a fanatic i am a fanatic i love mother wait where's my sister bar i love drag race okay i love it it's so spectacular but this season let me tell y'all something that candy muse gets on my nerves i know that she makes for good entertainment honey but who he hurts my soul. I just, uh, when it comes to him, when it comes to that man, I just, I hate, hate, hate his attitude and how he acts. Because, honey, his his drag ain't all that. Now, who I think the winner of this season is is Miss Simone. Yes, yes, honey, yes, 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 yes. Simone, honey, turns head. I really enjoy Olivia, too. Olivia's my girl. But I really enjoy this season of them doing it, doing the coronavirus. I look forward to All-Stars coming up. But I love RuPaul Drag Race. I've been watching it since it's season one. I've been watching the logo coming from school, um, in high school, 11th grade, 12th grade, going, watching it, honey. I love it. I love them. I love how it progressed. They turn motherfucking heads. And shout out to those queens is because anybody that can do drag, honey, you have my biggest motherfucking respect and i'm not going to do the sensor bar for that you do have the biggest respect for me because that takes a lot of time and i just love it yes now a movie that i enjoyed on netflix i was so excited to watch it was called yes day yes gay yes i said yes gay (laughs) yes day stars jennifer garner I love Jennifer Garner. Um, she's really a great actress, and I loved her in that movie. Um, I can't tell you who else it stars, but it is on Netflix. 
Um, I enjoyed it. It was awesome because I enjoy Yes Man. So I literally thought it was going to be like a spinoff of Yes Man because I love Yes Man with Jim Carrey. But it is nothing like that. Um, basically, it's a day that revolves around. You know how everybody got all these crazy holidays now all of a sudden. These holidays be popping up. But it's a holiday where around the year is a day where parents have to say yes to their kids no matter what it is. I mean, you lay down ground rules. They can't be doing no illegal stuff and all that. But you have to always say yes because, you know, parents are known for saying no. The movie was really good. Um, It was very entertaining. Uh, The concept behind it, the action, it was really enjoyable. And I think that was one of my favorite movies from 2021 so far that I really enjoyed. Um, Like, really enjoyed on Netflix with No Shade, No Tea as a comedy. I'm going to say as a comedy. Because as a comedy, that was really good. Because what I also want to give a shout out to is, I hope I say her name right, Andra Day. That played Billie Holiday that played Billy Holiday in the Lee Daniels on Hulu, Billy Holiday versus the United States. Let's give her her props. Let's give her her mup props now because she did her thing. She sounded like Billy Holiday, honey, and she embodied that. Um, a lot of people thought that they was just about to get a whole nother Diana. Lady Sings the Blues type of movie. But I enjoyed this movie because it gave us the back story of when Billie Holiday was, you know, a target by the United States of America. The government found her as a threat. She played that movie down to a T and I really enjoyed it. And I want to give her her props because she did her day. Yes, yes, yes. Now. Another movie I want to talk about is I Care A Lot. Child, when I said, I hate, hate, hate. That movie, because the concept of the movie is so morally wrong, and I never in my life wanted the protagonist, I think that's the protagonist who's the enemy, win. Or I've never wanted the people that were meant to be the bad guy, the actual villain in the movie, to win i want oh my gosh if you have not seen the movie i don't want to give it away but oh my gosh i've never rooted for the other team in my life that uh, uh, just wrong it was just wrong a good movie though it's a really really good movie and it catches your attention and i really enjoy it um i've been watching other little things like i love the paramount plus app right now it is one of my favorite apps I am not going to lie to you guys. I really enjoy the Paramount Plus app. Um, I think due to that, we have Disney Plus. I understand that. We have Disney Plus and things. But when it comes to Paramount Plus, it has Nick Eolian. And um, I was a big Nick Eolian. Don't, y'all, don't, y'all don't laugh at how I say Nick Eolian, okay? Don't get cussed out because but i was a big nick fan you know i grew up on nick more so for them to have a vader zim and angry beavers and all that and things like that 
that was on that platform. I love it. Then it has MTV, Comedy Central, CBS, and some other networks they have on it. But due to what type of personality I have, it fits me perfectly. It gives me the drama and thriller shows I need. It gives me the funny, quirky, geeky shows I need. It gives me the childish stuff I need. It gives me a therapy. I'm really enjoying the Paramount Plus app. I do look forward to what Paramount Plus has to offer in the future. Um, I was able to watch the Grammys off that which i'm about to get into next you know we we really gonna have to talk about that i'm gonna have to take a break real quick and come back and talk about the grammys because honey that was bet meets the mtv awards okay (laughs) it was really bet meets mtv but no shade, no tea, because I would love to see BET and MTV get together and do an award show. But that's what it gave me. It did give me Grammys. Maybe I'm mature. Maybe it's because I was just like, what? Like, it was just a little bit too much for me. But touche, it was great to see, you know, an edge on the Grammys for, you know, 2021 during the pandemic. So I'll be back, you guys. <laughs> well, he's after that. Oh, <laughs> gotta keep my peace of mind when they just demonstrate that they ain't down for the ride. Gotta pump the brakes. These niggas come with too much drama. Now I'm cool, I'm straight. These niggas hate to see you eat and try to steal your plate. Uh, swear I'm swimming on to the pain. Yeah, should be insane. Niggas gon' change. Swear all these niggas the same. Can't make them stop. Niggas gon' opt. That's why they all get the chop. Niggas gon' fold, they do you cold, that's why I don't trust the flow Shout out Lady, shout out Rodney, shout out Lexus and Drip Shout out to all of the people out here fucking Alright, alright you guys, I am back, I am back, I am back It is time for us to talk about the Grammys The Grammys The 63rd Grammys. Oh my gosh. Let, let let's let's let me let me turn that down. Because shout out to Lumberjack Monk. I love him. I love him, you know. Um I cannot wait to start doing my um having like up and coming artists on the show. You know, because it takes time and talent nerve, okay? to be an up-and-coming artist and want to do everything yourself okay i know you know i'm not the best at it but i know some people that's really out here doing their motherfucking thing the sensor bar that's doing their thing and shout out to them so let's get into the grammys the grammys now i want to start off saying that Anyone that listens to this and that enjoy the Grammys and enjoy who performed and all that, please do not take my opinion. No type of way. But the Grammys gave me BET meets, meets the MTV Awards. And that's no shade. That is no shade. That is no shade because, like I said, I will love BET and MTV to get together and host a war show. But, baby, it was ghetto. It was ghetto. It was ghetto boots down to me, okay? And, honey, I have to say the gay word, ghetto boots down. Ghetto boots down. Let me do my laughing sitcom. 
<laughs> because it was ghetto boots down. Ghetto. And maybe I say that was due to that. I don't mean ghetto ass because we had black people twerking and dancing. I'm I'm happy for that. It was just like, man, y'all can have passed on the Grammys. Y'all can definitely, if y'all still wanted to do it, y'all can gaze the artists y'all chose their Grammys, sent them home, did something different. But it was just, it, it just lacked. It just lacked. Due to that, it's a pandemic and the the you know the thrill of the Grammys. The Grammys to me have always been where the upper echelon was at. You know, it was very like, okay, banquet. Like, <laughs> Very much gave me banquet. Like it definitely gave me like, ooh, the office is having a banquet, honey, and you getting a little certificate or something. Like that's what it gave me. It gave me banquet, and we paying a couple of performers to come entertain live band. Like that's what it gave me. It didn't give me Grammys. It didn't. Now I enjoyed the performances. This is why I said it gave me BET meets MTV Awards because you know we had Billy Irish. Um, which I enjoy her, okay, let's shout out to Billie Eilish, okay, but I definitely don't think that comment, she said, oh my gosh, Megan, you know, you should won record, what was it, record of the year, girl, bye, uh, Doja Cat, okay, should have won record of the year, I feel like Doja Cat should have won best pop song, Anyways, Billy Irish performed Post Malone, Dula Lipa. I hope I said her name right, but I love her. She sings, if you don't want to see me dancing with somebody, hey, don't show up, hey, don't come out, hey, don't stop caring about me now, hey, walk away, hey, you know how, hey, that's my song, and that is my song, I love that song, honey, I really do, so, yeah, you know, I enjoyed her, now, we had Miss Megan the Stallion perform, okay, we had Cardi B, and we had Doja Cat, we had a little baby, we had the baby, <laughs> okay, all in their performing, and I thought it was spectacular, yes, we had a little Taylor Swift in there, okay, well, she's not a little Taylor Swift no more, but yes, we had it in there, now, I want to say a gift shout out to, it was amazing seeing the rap girls be on stage like that, you know, it was definitely a time, it's an era to see more than one rap girl perform, because I remember when it was only Nicki Minaj, <laughs> I remember when it was my old girl, Onika, but we get into that later, that's another subject for another day about Nicki, but yes, now, no shade, no tea, the performances were hot, they were, but it really gave me Okay, BET artists, MTV artists, we're going to get together. Because it lacked to me. Like, where was the upper echelon people? Like, little Lionel Richie got up there, sung his song as a memory. But if Lionel Richie was a singer for a memory, Lionel Richie might not have showed up. You know? I enjoy seeing, what's her name? Miranda Lambert. She was awesome, too. I think why I feel so like the Grammys this year was so lackluster was due to that 
growing up and always loving award shows and wanting to really be inside that entertainment business or so, it really gave me a little different look like, "Mm, this is really a bunch of bullshit. Because when I used to watch the Grammys, it was just all these other artists you never heard about and they looked so fancy and so proper. And when people got on stage and performed, they performed powerful songs and messages or stepped out the box. It I, I I enjoyed Megan stepping out the box for um her Savage. Yes. I think it was dope her stepping out the box for Savage with the whole, you know, what was it, Rolling 20, maybe Josephine Baker name or whatever. I really thought it was dope with the like man association. I caught that Beyonce give me body a dead step at the end. Um It was good until, you know, I enjoyed Cardi. As the barb I am, I'm a barb, but I'm not a hating ass, you know. I'm never nobody's hating ass, okay? Um, Cardi looked tired, though. Meg ate her up. Let's talk about it. Megan ate her up. Cardi seemed very tired or that. If if she wasn't tired, the suit or whatever she had gave me, it gave me, you know, Nicki Minaj. Uh, make me come alive, won't you turn me out? Outfit. Uh, <laughs> all shade, all tea, bitch, all offense. Um, but that's what it gave me. Um, but she looked tired. I thought it was dope, her, you know, to see two female rappers up there acting. But, honey, when they started bumping and grinding on each other, I said, wait a minute, is this the Grammys? Janet Jackson is still banned and ridiculed for showing a titty at the Super Bowl. But now you get the bumping motherfucking grind at the Grammys, honey. Coochie cutters and stuff. Oh, Lord, what's the world coming to? That is what was going on at the Grammys. Now, I enjoyed Miss Doja Cat. <laughs> I did. I felt like, you know, Doja was going to come collect her things. But Doja did not collect no things. Megan collected a lot of things. But this is my thing of where I'm about to get into. And this might hurt some people's feelings. So let's 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 get into it because it's about to be some drama. Let me let me take a sip of the beer real quick. OK. Mm. Mm. So I thought Doja Cat was going to come collect her things, but it went to Megan. Now, no, let's not take nothing away from Megan. I don't think Megan should won best rap performance. Best new artist, cute, cute. Go ahead, girl. Um, best rap song, collect your song. You know, Savage. It was a hit amongst the others. I mean, other people can got it too. It was a win-win. But when it came to best rap performance, I wasn't here for it. You know, but she collected three over Doja Cat. I feel like Doja Cat deserved one. Why? Because Hot Pink was a era. Doja Cat gave us something that these new artists does not do no more. And that's a motherfucking era. I'm not doing a censor bar for that because it's true. Artists don't give us an era. So I am Sasha Fierce was an era. Nicki Minaj Pink Friday was an era. Jay-Z's any album is an era. Artists back then and Wayne and when we had those or artists even before in 2010, even in the 90s or so, they had to work an album. They had to work a single, honey. They was pushing a single for a good four months. You feel me? Then the next single came out before they built steam for their album. And then when their album dropped, they were still pushing singles off their album. 
we live in such a recycle culture now that, honey, if it's not hot the week of where we ready to shake our ass or the hot the week of we want to listen to, it ain't cute next week. Doja Cat gave us an era. She performed Say So so many times, honey. I know she is sick or tired of that, that when she gets out the hot pink era, you better not ask her to sing a Say So. She gave us every different version of Say So. Rock, alternative, pop, soul. She Last night was a robotic performance of Say So. She has always stepped it up. From like that, from rules, from streets. I mean, the silhouette challenge was a doja cat song so it mind boggled me when megan won best new artist over doja cat let megan collect her thing she won best rap album but why can't this other female rapper because i had another one she was performing won a grammy and, and caused controversy why doja cat couldn't collect her things if y'all wasn't gonna give her best new artist she should have won best pop song because say so is still on the radio playing i was in the car today and Say So popped up on the radio. I, I'm confused by how this woman has worked Say So for so long and performed it for so long. And y'all didn't give her the best new pop song. Nor let her collect record of you. None of that. But they gave it to Megan. They gave it to Megan. Let me calm down. 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 Because they, they, you know, they gave it to her. And then, like I said, let me start over. This does not take nothing from Megan the Stallion. Let her flower. But if I get into it, it's politics, honey. Politics at the end of the day. Because I, I just... Anyways. Now, who I thought had a dope performance was the little baby. Little baby did his... His, let me tell you something, little baby did his shit. Little baby did what needed to be done on a Grammy stage, honey. He gave me theatricals. He gave me whatever I needed. Little baby did what was needed from the the poetry, from the spoken word, from the rapping, from the message. And you telling me Megan the Stallion won best rap performance? But again, she did go on that stage and tear it up, performing her song, and I feel like she ate Cardi up. Um, the baby performance was nice, but I really enjoyed Dua Lipa, honey. She gave me, honey, Malibu Barbie having a good time, honey, on that stage with her little two-step dancing. She went outside the box because usually when she performs, she really just do a little shrug and sing her song. She doesn't break into a whole dance routine. So just to see her do a dance routine, yes, because I really love her. So I love the album Future Nostalgic. Um, It was a dope album. So she was really cute on the stage. Other than that, the Grammys was lackluster. It gave me BET meets MTV Awards. Anderson Park and um, Bruno Mars was cute. But Bruno Mars to me is a culture vulture. So I'll talk about that later on another episode. Um, but it, 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 was, it was cool. You seen Jay-Z and Beyonce there, but they didn't seem as much entertained either. They seemed like they was there for support for Megan. Uh <laughs> All right, you guys, I'll be back. It's almost time for me to get into this Meghan Markle and Prince Harry interview with Oprah. 
Now, I don't know if many of you guys watched it, but, you know, I did. And it's a lot to touch on with it, but I will make it simple with my input on it is because it really did break my heart and made me weep because I really, really, you I explain when I get back, okay? Oh, oh, hit up. Oh, turn that up, turn that up, turn that up. Hey, I'll be back, you guys. Eat off my plate. Ray, monkey. They wanna eat off me. It's the remix. When I had my vision, you couldn't see. I'm off the better things. I'm only doing shit that's gonna make me elevate. Only one people around that's gonna Bitch, make me better. It's so ooh. They ask how I get that ooh. I'm too busy in this money, can it shed it? My daddy got me down, but I promise you I won't let him. Say fuck that man, but this shit won't make me better Me my brush still be fucking now, cause ain't get that letter Down to the Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, fuck everybody yeah. I can't trust nobody, yeah. I need me to party Don't invite me to no party, bitch, club in that room mm-hmm. It's so ooh, mm-hmm. They ask how I get that, ooh I'm a hustler, baby yeah. You must not know me, baby I'm off the better things. I'm only doing shit that's gonna make me elevate. Only one people around that's gonna Bitch, make me better. In that, mm, it's so ooh, mm. They ask how I get ooh, that. Ooh. Let me meditate. Alright, you guys, I am back. Now, I want to start out by saying that if you watch the Oprah Winfrey interview with Marjorie. Megan, Megan Markle, and Prince Harry, and you didn't feel no sense of oh my gosh or something in your soul and heart didn't shift. Then I don't know what to say because it surely did make my heart weep for her. Um, I say this because being black. Being considered an American, when we hear of, you know, kings and queens and princesses and princess, prince and things like that, it's like, oh my gosh, I want to be a king. In America, we use the term so loosely, you know, king, queen, I'm a prince, I'm a princess, you know, we use it because it's some sense of royal and you're over, but everybody dream well I think every little girl's dream black nor white Mexican Indian whatever race you are has always wanted to be a princess or a prince or a king and queen so to see Megan sit down with Oprah and say those horrible things that were happening to her within the royal family within the royal institute shit really broke my heart a good interview, though, okay? Oprah is an Aquarius, so you know we're going to get some tea, honey. We gonna, Us Aquarius is going to get the tea, honey. I'm going to get the tea. You're not going to tell me the tea. I'm going to find out the tea, honey. If you don't give me the tea, I'll get it somewhere else, honey. But I'm going to get the tea. So that's one thing Oprah going to do is get the tea. But what brings me to talk about this interview is not about you know, what everybody else has been making memes about and talking about. 
It's about that no one paid attention that Megan and Harry said through that whole interview that it wasn't the royal family. It's not their grandmother. He said it very, very, very clearly. It's not my grandmother. I love my grandmother dearly. I would never say anything bad about my grandmother. Megan said the same thing. The queen has been nothing but nice to me and sweet to me. I can't say nothing bad about the queen. But a lot of people on social media went and like, oh, Prince Harry went against his grandmother for Megan. And, you know, y'all y'all try to make it to a think piece what it was and is. And y'all didn't pay attention to the interview. He kept saying the institution. The institution. They kept saying the institution. They are basically paid employees. They're just a face. Just like out here in America, we have a, have a face. The president is just a face. Then you have the Congress and Senate. Over there in the royal family is just different. The royal family is basically the president. But the institution and the firm decides what goes down, honey. They pay these people. Prince Harry said they told him to turn over all his medals. and all He had to turn over all his medals that he fought for when he served in Afghanistan. And, and it turned over all that. And he was not going to have no security. And he's no longer getting money and all of that. Because he decides to leave and go against the institution. Oh, thank you for letting me know it. Download, honey. Um, Because he went against the institution. The institution. Now, I'm not saying the family may be peaches and cream, but not one time did Meghan or Harry say anything bad about Queen Elizabeth. But it broke my heart for Meghan is because as a black gay man, you know, being royal is everything, honey. We, you know, the gays, we love calling each other kings and queens and mother and fathers. And, you know, we love anything that's more upper echelon for us. It broke my heart because she might, for any black girl that's seen her, or biracial girl, or a little white girl, no matter what race, we're happy for her. But as a biracial woman she is, the black side of it, made, yes, it's possible. You know, the most possible we've seen of being, a, ooh, 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 Mike, 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 hit the mic. The most closest that we've seen of being, my apologies, you guys, I hit the mic. The closest that we've seen to a black Princess was what? Princess and the Frog? But to see how she did that interview, she gave us some tea. Megan gave us some tea, but she didn't give us too much tea. Because again, the institution, the institution, they got the tabloids in their pocket. What shocked me was Prince Harry said, you know, I've seen history repeating itself. Oh my gosh. He's talking about his mother. Miss Princess Diana, because she was beloved. Now, here's the thing. They said that caught me, too, was Megan said at the beginning she was welcome. They loved Megan. They loved Megan. But they didn't think Megan was ever going to get married to Prince Harry. That's when shit changed. He got married to her. Oh, no, we can't have that. And the thing about it is, you see that they said that, you know, all these, she made Kate cry. And, you know, Megan said that's not true. It was the other way around. But all these tabloids was making it seem like Kate, you know, she was attacking Kate. She wasn't, she wasn't the best sister-in-law. Oh, my gosh. They was pushing the angry black woman role. 
No much, no matter how much Megan has the white in her, honey. And when you see Megan with the nice fair hair and fair skin, and she's light like them, you're still going to get treated like a a black a black person, like a black woman. The narrative was, oh, Megan comes and she makes all these demands and she's mean to the employees and she's mean this and that and this and that. They was pushing the angry black woman role. But when you seen this woman out in public, she was loved. People loved her and Prince Harry together. Social media is praising her. You know, America, when she go makes these tours, they're praising her. Oh, my gosh. She's outshining Kate. This is the real reason why all these rumors with her and Kate was going on. She was outshining Kate. Kate didn't get the same, oh my gosh, amazingness and, and, and exposure. And everybody wanted to know, oh my gosh, about her like they're giving Megan. Everybody wants to know Megan and what's going on with Megan and all this business. Kate didn't get the same attention. You're outshining me. You're outshining me. You're outshining Kate. She already gave a hair to the royal family, honey. You know, Mr. Williams, you know, king in line. She's already did that. But you telling me this, 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 this black woman comes up in here and outshines me? Oh, no, that's not going to happen. Who was another person like that? Princess Diana. Prince Diana came and was almost as loved, more loved than the queen, honey. Oh, we can't have that. But my heart weep for Megan. Like, I can't do no sound bites for this. I can't do no dramatic music. Because my heart really reaped for her. She says she went and asked for help because she felt like she was mentally not there. And she wanted to kill herself. And no one in the institution wanted to help her. And the family, they had to keep that under the rug, honey. We can't let that get out. We Oh, no, we can't let that get out. But nobody wanted to help her. And the same day she was telling Prince Harry she wanted to kill herself, she was out there taking pictures and smiling like everything was okay. Ooh, shook my core. But what I loved was when Oprah, she told Oprah that it was conversations about her baby's skin tone. And Oprah said, who's having that conversation? I wanted to know to who. But it really showed no matter how fair-skinned this woman is, no matter how much a lot of black people trying to say, she's not really black, she's this, and try to find, dig up dirt on her. They were scared about what that color that baby was going to come out. Because she fair-skinned don't mean that no generation line's not going to come down. And that baby get darker. It really boggled me because when I was listening to the interview and watching it and just sat there for them good two hours, it was so entertaining. Like I said, not one time did they speak bad about the queen, but they kept saying the institution, the institution, the institution. The queen and all of them really don't have no say-so. This institution been in for years, what, like hundreds of years, whatever. This is an institution, honey. You are our employees. We do the, we, 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 we help y'all be the face, y'all are the face to make the people love you guys and understand, but behind closed doors, we run this shit. We're going to say what we want, we're going to pay tabloids. They were paying tabloids to come to parties just to, to, to give stories out. Come on now. The interview was really, really good, and if you have not watched it, I would love for, you know, you guys to go ahead and watch it. Like a lot of people get the bits and pieces from social media and I think that's what type of world we live on live in that bothers me is we don't really get 
the the information and get to the source ourselves. We let other people give our source, and people are going to give us the bits and pieces of what they want to hear. Same way, like I did. Like I didn't give y'all the full damn two hours of the interview, but I did give y'all to a extent of what it is. Um, you know, because a lot of people, like I said, were posting like, "Oh, he went against the queen," and they not one time said nothing bad about the Queen Elizabeth. You know, um, now everybody else they didn't really shy away from it, but. You really got the hint of it all is this is not a family. Like he said his family's trapped. Like I feel like my family's in an entrapment because it's an institution. Y'all are paid employees. They told Megan that Archie was not going to have security and all that. But why would he not have a security? He's a duchess. He's a dutch. What 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 is it? A lord. A lord. Duchesses are the women. Um, he's a lord. He's not a prince. He's a lord. Still, he's part of the royal family. He deserves security too, honey. But y'all was willing, the institution then was willing to strip Archie and Prince Harry. Prince, you know, like Megan said, forget my son. Forget my son, honey. He has nothing to do with this. But when it comes to my husband, he's rightfully so a prince. He's rightfully so. His daddy, he's rightfully so a prince. Don't take his security and stuff away. Y'all was willing to take his security away. And if anybody seen Prince Harry, anything can happen to Prince Harry. Anything. Shout out to Tyler Perry for, you know, giving them the home and giving them security and making sure they were good until they got on their feet out here in America. But it broke my heart because we dream of being kings and queens and prince and princesses and royal. And honey, it's more to it than what we see through the fairy tales and movies. All right, you guys. That's really all that I have to say. Happy back. All right, you guys, I am about to head out of here, or off of here, however I want to say it, but yes, thank you guys for tuning in to episode one. Like I said, it wasn't going to be all that because I, you know, just was ready to come back and talk on the podcast. Um, Now, going forth, I do want to say that I do want people to start sending in topics, um, or what they think I should touch on or talk about. Um, it will be to my email address, bigugly-versus-the-people at gmail.com. Like, if you have anything you want me to talk about, you can send it there. Um, if you want to give me any feedback, you can also send it there. Um, I also did work on a line because I do want to start going live. So, you guys, I'm thinking about doing Facebook live videos or getting on Bigo. Um... Is it Bingo or Bingo Live? Whatever that damn app is called. I'm thinking about doing that. I I literally want to do it somewhere where it really expands me. I want to do it on Facebook Live. But at the same time, not all my supporters and people who really care about my podcast is on Facebook. So I'm trying to get it to where I know that it's an app where or somewhere where I know everybody can get to. Or maybe I just start a new different type of brand. But... I have been looking into doing live videos and also visuals. So visuals going forth, you guys, will be every Friday. Um, outside of doing visuals, and when I mean visuals, it's going to be actual me on Fridays. Fridays, you actually get to see me and push it out there. But what I also will be doing on like YouTube and like maybe my Instagram TV is 
videos where it's just auto is start to upload videos of my auto fully because everybody does not have streaming apps or everybody likes to go to these streaming apps and listen to it so i will upload it on you know youtube and instagram tv with also with the articles and pictures and stuff to give more of a visual effect but editing takes time visual because even trying to do trailers and like i said i'm a one-man band it takes a lot um, I have a professional camera and I have all that to do visuals, but I want to be me. I don't feel like I need to fit to nobody else's standards and norm because all the other girls and everybody else is doing this way. I have a dream and I have a concept of how I want to do it. So I want to do it every Friday, um, every Friday. And then once I get the hang of doing it myself or have somebody help me do visuals editing wise of how I want it, then I can start bringing it more to you guys. But I am definitely looking into live videos, but visuals will start coming Friday and the podcast will be every Monday, Wednesday, and Fridays. If I'm feeling nice, I might do an extra podcast a day depending on what's going on. If it's drama going on, yay. But we will start bringing you live videos, visuals, and more. I look forward to introducing new skits. Um, I look forward to having people on. And I just look forward to a better start with this podcast. Like... There's so many great things behind the scenes that I have to go ahead and do and did to really make my dream come true. And I'm happy that people are doing it and helping me do it. So, yeah, guys. So thank you to everybody that has listened. And I hope everybody has a great day and speak to you guys Wednesday.